Hello, my name is Stephen Smith, the owner of 3Pi Squared, and this is the ABA Business Leaders Podcast. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our membership program. 3Pi Squared has helped over 700 ABA practices start up and expand. Our membership has over 45 hours of content from experts in the fields of law, accounting, diversity and inclusion, childhood development, mindfulness, business development, HIPAA compliance, marketing and branding, billing, and more. We also have discounts on things like our 3Pi Squared handbooks, professional liability insurance, background checks, HIPAA compliant email, contacts, calendars, and cloud storage. The membership also includes 33 CEUs, live Ask Us Anything events where you can come on and ask your questions as you're going through the program. And in our app, you can also add anonymous questions and get your answers. To learn more about the membership, please go to our website, www.3pisquared.com and click on ABA Business Leaders. And now let's get to the episode. Hello, everyone watching. Maybe some of you will be listening. For any of you that have purchased our handbooks, the quality management system, we just released the update. So if you are on the old system where you are getting emails with a link, please um, uh, go to our website, www.3pisquare.com, and create an account. How you do that is click on login, and then you'll see uh, the option to register. Um, and then you can you can register your account. Now that the important thing to do is that you have to use the same email that you were getting the old notifications on. Uh, otherwise, it will not match, and you won't get access to your handbooks. So use the same email that you were getting the old uh, updates from, um, and then you'll be good. And that's how you'll get updates from this point forward. Uh, and then the last thing, uh, Diana Cortese's social skills uh, group, uh, that discount for ABA Business Leaders members, I'm pretty sure it expires next week. Uh, so if you are considering getting that course, which I highly recommend, um, now is the time to get it. You have a 30% discount. So use that before it expires. Um, and that's really it. So now we can get into... <coughs> Uh, evaluations and using skill acquisition to set standardized rate r rates and wages. Yeah, and as anyone who's watching live, if you have any questions or comments during uh, well during our time today, just um, type it in the comments, and I'll be keeping a eye on those the best that I can. Yeah. So when we first started our practice, uh, like. You know, we, we were getting a network with insurances. We knew that we needed an evaluation process because most of them require it. Some require it every six months, some require it every year. So, well, and for the board, too, I can't remember when that came into true. effect because our, our, my agency had been around quite a while before we were even mm -hmm. um, like there was a lot of the newer regulations were not in effect yet. Right. Um, um, but that was, I can't remember at what point that came into effect. Um, I feel like that was later, but still that is another, not only payers, but sure. also, sure. Uh, I mean, it's RBT a, it's a really good I idea anyway. But when we started, you know, we grabbed an evaluation, like a regular employee evaluation. Why, why wouldn't you? Right. And so we used that for years. Um, and you know, it was super subjective, um, and we'll go into it. We still include that with our employee handbook because you do need an evaluation system in place for, again, for these audits, right? right. You, you need it. So it, it can it be was, an okay it, place it's to helpful, start. Right? It, yeah. It's helpful, but like it is super subjective. So we're going to go into that now. I'm going to change the screen so that we can actually look at it as we're talking about it. Uh, but you'll you'll see and we'll talk about some of the issues that you run into with this kind of evaluation. So you see over 
over here on the left top left we have our, our ratings uh, and then the level uh, what that means and then we have definitions around those ratings um, so we have superior, we have excellent, good, fair, and poor. Uh, and then we go through, there's a list of items that, um, that for the employee to rank and the supervisor to rank. Um, and I, I think the biggest thing that we found off of this is that some people uh, just, they like the employee side of things, you, you have some employees that are just super critical of themselves. Um, and they would never give themselves like um, a four, right? It's always a two or a three. And then you have some employees <laughs> that come, come every once in a while that just have no clue, uh, no like self-awareness <laughs> and they give themselves fours and fives or maybe they aren't fours and fives. And then the other issue that you would run into here oh, um, is, yeah, I messed that up. Well, while you work on that, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think in our field, like we know, like a Likert scale like this does leave for some variability. And mm -hmm. we tried our best um, when we were when we were coming up with this, our team uh, tried our best to um, describe, like add these descriptions of performance, like for each level, the best that we could. But even then, you know, we had always that was like one of our big goals moving forward was to be able to have like a... Um, something that kind of was in a line more with our field and matched our field, right? Because mm -hmm. we're dealing with behaviors and we're looking at behaviors and measuring behavior. And so it's like, well, okay, we're looking at our, our staff. Like, how can we do similarly? Like, how can we make it a lot more um, specific and really looking at that, like, observable, um, measurable, and being able to look at, you know, benchmarks and, you know, all, all the small steps leading up to the big picture. And, um, you know, as you, at this point too, like this kind of grew as like the, the board started putting out new stuff mm -hmm. and the task list and all the pieces. So that, um, but at this point, like, um, I know those of you listening, uh, can't see this, but like, for example, you'll have like a rating from one to five, and like Steven said, superior being five and poor being number one, and then we have the descriptions for all of those. And then, so like one of the random factors here would be initiative. So to what extent does the employee present new ideas, improve procedures, or otherwise demonstrate an awareness of clerical or technical changes related to a job? I mean, that's huge. That covers so, <laughs> so much, much pieces. And so the way that we did it is we had our employees rate themselves. Mm -hmm. And then the supervisor, if they had more than one BCBA supervisor, the, the supervisors would meet together to like rate the rate the staff. But um, the the supervisor couldn't see the staff's um, ratings. Beforehand. Beforehand, Correct. right. Yes. And so um, and then the way that we did this to be able to get people to actually fill it out is we had the staff filled it out first and the supervisors weren't allowed to fill it out until they got word that the employee had like Correct. the staff had like the their their supervisee had had finished their piece Correct. and that kind of helped keep them motivated to you know to, to get their piece because no one yes. likes to like you were saying earlier there's like a a wide variety of ability to like rate yourself and comfortable level with rating yeah. yourself and like i like i just read a minute ago okay if i you know <laughs> That's such a huge, broad thing. Yes. And then that just brings more questions to me. Well, what do you mean? Well, in this in this situation, Correct. I may be a four. In this situation, I may be a two. And so um, the each six months that we did these, and we, we changed them. This was actually even not a first version. Right. And we changed them, and we, you know, worked together, but... Um, I think that's that's what led us into that that newer the new format that we're going to share with you in a minute is the fact that like every six months we were it almost became painful yes to do these because it was just it was just too subjective it didn't yes. get and it didn't give us anything no, you know like didn't. we and, and you know in the business of behavior change and yes. measuring behavior and taking all this data if you're taking tons of data but it in the end tells you nothing or doesn't tell you what you need it to tell you then you're wasting your time taking yeah. all of that and then data. The, the other issue that we would run into is if you have two bcbas working with the same tech like you said they would meet together but you have some like i don't 
I don't know what descriptive words I can use here, but I'm going to use the best ones I got. But you got like a hardcore BCBA that really like needs perfection, right? And so they rank their their techs, you know, maybe at twos and threes at best. And then you have, you know, maybe another BCBA that, you know, it's a beautiful day and rainbows everywhere, <laughs> right? And they always rank their techs fours and fives when you bring those two together to try and you know rank someone um that that that's very difficult right and so even with you know these definitions that we have um it was very difficult and then you know the big issue was even if that all went well um and you're left with the score here and i'll show you what that looks like uh so this is the employees overall rating and obviously we haven't filled this out and then you have the employees overall rating from their from themselves right and then what we would do is we would go over the difference between what the supervisors ranked you versus what you ranked yourself right right so um, those who can't see it, it's like a bar graph mm -hmm. for the self-rating and then we kind of have like a line graph like going to, to show just to give a nice visual of you know how you compare to what your you know your supervisors, supervisors are ranking you mm -hmm. and so what we found is okay we got mm -hmm. this beautiful thing and you know people we could it, this would actually elicit some questions right uh but the issue is okay we have your ranking now now what do we do with it right so what does what does a four mean as far as a raise increase right does it mean anything and are we just using this uh, to do our wage increases are we factoring in inflation are we factoring in time uh time uh, on the job like this really didn't help us with wage increases and so again it was super subjective and like well, I guess this person's been here for this amount of time. We can give them this amount, right? Right. And well, like, like we were we were reminiscing earlier when we were um, prepping for the podcast, and you know, I was remembering that. Oh wow, this this person's got like f has had like fours and fives for the last three um, evaluations. Mm -hmm. They, I feel like they're doing better. I feel like they are stronger now than they were eighteen right. months ago. But I. I don't, don't see I, I don't, I don't know. Like we can't see any growth. And then the big thing, um, that, that we, I saw within my staff, you know, especially the tech level and, um, it is, it was like, okay, if this is your, if this is your career choice, or, you know, even if, if this is, you know, your work and you, you want to have value in, mm -hmm. in what you come to work every day, spending all the hours and time, you know, you want to have some value in it. And so this is one with few desires. Oh, well, thank you, Siri. <laughs> um, you want to have some value, you know, within your work. And so like, it, you know, staff would come to me and say, okay, how can I, you know, get to the next level or is, is this, this where it stays? So I'm just going to be this tech level forever. Um, and so we'll talk more about that when we look at the new stuff of how like how we do how we change things up mm -hmm. really help that. But you know it's like um, even looking at forward goals like what are we working for now? Okay, Sally's been at a four for for you know a couple of years now, yeah. and I'm sure she's doing better. But I don't I don't really know how to measure it. And then maybe you have you know um, John who comes in and he's at a twos and threes but he's like really still not showing i don't know like it's just so and this is where we would sit we would sit here and we would be like well okay well there are four or well this person was a but maybe they're just still newer or it, it just it was too much and so then it led to it we got on that slippery slope of like okay so you know um mary's been here for three years and she's been at fours and you know she's just such a positive bubbly person and you know let's give her a raise and then jack over here is like fine but maybe he's not everybody's favorite and so we probably should give him a raise you know it, it was you know like it was just that yes. weird like how do you know or and how much raise do you give correct and you know and we started to like this was kind of started to get me curious about like obm kind of stuff and this mm -hmm. was before you really heard a lot about a lot of the obm stuff and so it was like well how what exactly motivates your staff like is a 25 cent an hour raise gonna do anything and then how are they going to know when they're going to get their next raise or how can they improve themselves or 
how can they make more money? How can they, you know, raise up in the company? And so, yeah, so this just really, this was a super stressful time. Evaluations are not super fun. Or they were. They started to become, they started to get a little bit easier as we were using the new system because it was a lot more just straightforward. And it really took a lot of the personal, like, Yes. Wait, is ambiguity the right word? Is that? I don't know. I don't there's know. there's like, definitely uh, like I I like I talk about this in the ABA Business Leaders membership, but I hate evals. Like they're <laughs> the worst, right? I hate giving them and I hate receiving them. And I can remember when I used to work for a living, right? Like I would I would like we I would build up this anxiety and resentment before the right. eval, probably three months before the eval, right? I knew it was coming and. And then, you know, I would do my portion of the evaluation and and then we would sit down with uh, I would sit down with my boss uh, and, you know, we would maybe talk for an hour. And um, at the end of it, I just felt like, why didn't I get praise for this? And why did he just harp on this or like what's going like? And and I just felt demoralized. Right. And so, yeah, evaluations and, and we talk about like doing them little and often and and this uh, the the checklist really helps with this because right. it's real time right? right you're also giving the ownership to the employees versus <laughs> you having to go and and figure this out uh so this also is a time saver uh and and then like you were saying april like you can tie promotions to this you can tie wage increases to this um and you know it's just easier across the board training too like it really helped us to be able to identify and we this will make more sense as we like actually Mm -hmm. show you what what is going on but that was another thing so i don't know if you have it on here but we had a second part to this where it was like more narrative yes Mm -hmm. and so like one of the questions we would ask our staff is like so um training the employee has completed oh so we would list whatever training that they had completed since the last evaluation yeah well we would have them like describe their job definition and what accomplishments and i don't know that this isn't that terrible of an idea like this some of these pieces might like like you said like get some dialogue going and really you know have that openness of course a lot of the things in um steven has those curiosity-based management stuff um a lot of the mindfulness stuff actually i like even better than this piece but just for a basic starting out like Mm -hmm. to get some conversation going um and we would have like goal setting and development planning and but what we would find is like how you know we would ask the supervisors to identify the needs of like okay and and you know sometimes it was easier than others like they're you know especially the people who may have a lot more needs like it was a little easier to identify or newer staff members or you know things like that but still, it was like you're having to sit down with a narrative. You're having to come from a place of just kind of bringing it out of the air. Like, you know, all these different skill sets that we're working on, right? And and so you have to kind of pull it out. And so what we would find on here, like as an owner director, that I would look at these sheets after the supervisor would fill them out, would be like very generic, broad stuff, you right. know, like, oh, they need more play skills. Okay, well tell me more about what kind of play skills, what type of, you know, like training could we offer? Or the tech would say, we would say like, what, this was in all cases. Some people were very aware, very specific, knew exactly what they wanted, but it was like, well, I don't know, maybe some more data collection, like training. Okay. Well, tell me what kind of data, (laughs) you know, like it was just still there, very broad, very vague, very like hard to take action from it. Like it would almost take a couple like follow-up meetings to to even identify and work through and and um get those those goals set and defined and and that was just a lot more time and effort than it was really cumbersome too so the the new system that we'll show you it it has everything like really just um down to every every tiny piece and step it is tracked and so it's a lot easier to find correct it's just it's a time saver for your bcbas it's going to be a time saver for directors right again like you said like Mm -hmm. it clearly defines what areas need focus and what areas are mastered and so you can spend your time where you need them and then what's nice about this thing uh, is that you can add your own custom um, goals to it so some people will purchase this and you know you can do this on your own but we do have this available for sale Uh, but you know you can create you know 
things around central reach, right? That where they're they're entering their timesheets incorrectly or they're putting their information incorrectly. They're uploading programs the, the right way. So, you know, you can really customize this for your company, which is really nice. Uh, but the way it works, and I'm gonna zoom in on sections just because this is super small in certain areas. So up at the top, um, pretty much everything is automated. The only thing that you're gonna have to list out is the RBT's name. So this would be um, the, well, or the candidate, depending on if they come in without their certification or if they already have their certification. And then as soon as you start checking off competencies, it will put in the first date. So, uh, and then when they meet competency, their competency check, the final date will come up here. And then it will also list out, okay, it's time to take the exam if, if they get to that point again, if they do not have their certification. And then over across the top here, uh, let me see if I can scroll without it losing its space. No, okay. Over across the top, you will see the total percentage of items mastered, the number of items mastered, and then competency areas demonstrated, uh, and then number of items, so the task lists that are, are measured. Um, you can also add in a practice score and a competency score. So some people, like how we would do it, uh, if I remember correctly, it's been a while uh, since I was really involved in any of this, but it was like we would do in the office, we would do like uh, a program, right? We would train the staff to the program before they took it to the home, right? Is that, am I Right. Well, in some cases, um, and, and I'm sorry, I missed what you said. I was we had a couple of questions coming in, mm. and so I was That's like okay. distracted for That's a okay. second. Um, but yes, do you want me to? Um, answer, do, do we want to go to those questions? Yeah, or? I just, I just, it's. Um, I'm having trouble seeing them on here because of the way it's they're coming up. So yes, um, these documents and materials are available for purchase Correct. with and uh, within the business leaders membership or. Well, that so this you can go to threepiesquare.com and you can purchase um, the RBT checklist on our website. It's under the quality management system store. Uh, so this is where you would get this. Right. So um, that, this RBT checklist that we're going correct. over now, the old correct. one, the old one that we showed at the beginning. That is, that included, is included in the employee handbook. Employee yes. handbook. Correct. Okay. So, you know, again, if this welcome. will get you through the Optum audit if you need, you know, that other evaluation that we right. were talking about. So like, you know, it it's does what you to need. to get you started. Correct. Mm -hmm. And then you can obviously, it's Excel, right? You can customize it in any way that you see fit. But we're, you know, we were just showing like, these are the pitfalls with this type of evaluation and why you would want to maybe focus on something like this. So up at the top, so back, yeah, you, so back to this. Asking? So like an example, uh, I'm just going through the practice score okay. and the competency score. So the practice score would be you taking the, the, the tech into the office, you're going over a certain training and they're practicing it to competency and then then you're checking competency with the child, right? Like Not always. Correct. Uh, not always sometimes practice would be with a child and and the competency would be the child sometimes the practice would be um not with the child and the competency would not okay. be the child the difference is that the competency has to be done on a different day okay than than the um than the practice okay. one for master yeah so before we get into the rest of it i'm gonna go to how so we have all of our skills down the left here and then we have rankings and we'll get into the rankings uh in a little bit um, but the, the, the big, uh, the other big piece of this is the salary section of this. So I'm going to zoom into this a little bit. Uh, so these rates are, are not meant to be anything. These, these are, are just random, random numbers. numbers. <laughs> so please don't think that you should be paying someone this little or this much. Uh, it's really, there are many factors that are involved in this. So, you know, the cost of living in your area is is the biggest part of it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, a good place if you're running into issues like, I don't know how much to pay my people, uh, would be Glassdoor is a wonderful option to check out. So um, that, that may be a good starting point. But, you know, when I am coaching someone to, to start using this, uh, it's like the minimum hourly or salary rate is like you hire someone off the street. They have no experience in ABA, right? They're brand new to the field. 
how much would you pay that person, right? And then your maximum hourly or salary rate is gonna be a, a, an RBT that's maybe got 1400 hours, you know, they're about to take their, their board exam, right? So they're not, all intents and purposes, they're not really an RBT anymore, they're probably doing programming or at least assisting with that and, and things like this, right? Yeah, so, so you're high level, so high experienced level very RBT. experienced, yeah, RBT, right? And so this is your range, right? So, you know, maybe it's 1250 to 20, you know, I don't know what it is, uh, but this is where you would enter it, right? And then you what you have over on this sheet is that based on the skill acquisition, they're gonna get raises. So the way that we have our system set up is it's a three-point um, um, system. I'm not sure how if this is easy to see or not, but we base it off frequency. So how often it's used within the company, how difficult is the skill? So is it low effort, low variability, or is it high effort, high variability, and, and you need to be precise? And then is it a critical skill? So a critical skill is, is like company dependent, right? So does the company uh, um, feel as though this is a critical skill to, to the company, right? And so if you're doing a whole lot of social skills, social skills skills may be critical. Uh, if you're not, then maybe they're not, right? And so people can still learn how to do it and it may still result in them getting a wage increase, but it's not a critical skill. Right, like for example, for our agency, pretty much every data collection type <laughs> thing on here was like a critical skill because if right. you're not collecting the data that opens a whole can of worms right. for the progress of your of your client insurance issue what everything right and so it but but i like about the critical it's just flat it's like black right yes or no yes. it is or is not a critical skill there's no Correct. like and, and so you can see right now we have one skill that's mastered right and so when i go over to the salary range this this is worth 25 cents that one skill is worth 25 cents but if i go back over here now and i say you know what frequency meh, it's not really super important so i'm going to rank this as a one and then i'm going to say it's not it's super easy to do so it's not difficult we don't use it very often and it's not a critical skill so i'm going to make it one one and no and then when i come back over here to the salary section it's only worth three cents so based on the rankings that you have within the system determines how much that skill is worth and so how we when i'm coaching someone to start using something like this is Okay, give your techs a read-only version, um, and so they know, okay, they know, okay, the ones that have the higher rankings are worth more. And so those, the ones that are high, highest ranked should be the important skills for the company, right? So whatever, whatever kiddos you're seeing, the clientele, the, the systems that you're using, those are the high ranked ones, right? Session notes may be a highly ranked one, right? Um, making sure that, that they're, they're um, reaching out to the parents may be a high, highly ranked skill, depending on what, what the need is for you. So, and then your techs will review the, the entire list and then they're like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go after the high, high, highly ranked skills. And then what they can do is then go to their supervisor and say, I think I know how to use this. I think I know how to do this skill. Can you rank me on this skill? Uh, and we'll get into how the rankings are in a little bit. But one big disclaimer I wanna talk about uh, before I go any further is the minimum hourly rate and the maximum hourly rate and the rankings all have to be the same for all employees. So you don't wanna give John a, a minimum and maximum of like $10 and $15 and then give Sally a minimum of uh, $15 and a maximum of 20. That, that's, that's discrimination, we don't wanna do that, right? Everyone has to be treated equally. So you wanna set the minimum and maximum across the board and the same with the rankings. The rankings can't change per individual, they either have the skills or they don't have the skills, and then the ranking determines how much they get if they have the skill. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I just want to add to like mm -hmm. honestly when I when we use this when my team used this with with my um, agency, 
um, my practice, we we didn't put emphasis on like the levels of the rankings. Really, we like gave it. We gave them like they had access to this, and they had access to like a read only, non edible mm-hmm. version mm-hmm. within their like you know employee portal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that they could have like a clear picture of everything of like their expectation because. Like, I, I don't, you haven't gotten there yet, but there's like certain ones that you can also put in here, whether these are like core keys, like core pieces that you, you have to have like the minimum for the job. And, and then like, you can like add on and you can like grow and change. And so like, we kind of gave this as like a, here, here is the big picture. Here are all the things available to you. Here is like the overall right. map of if every course the newbie would be like, I don't yes. know, this right. is too much. But like, and then they would start to make sense as they as they went along. Um, but I do, you know, I never even honestly like you probably told me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I never like I don't know. I just never I did be um, like make a big deal about like how um, the rankings and the oh this if you you know these are critical skills and these are important to our our team and our company and. If you like really focus on these, you can get even a higher raise. It was more like in general, like you know, hey, here's how you can grow in our company and yep. make more money. <laughs> you know, it was pretty. Um, and that will say, I don't know if this is a good place to say it yeah. or not, but um, so what we started to do with this, um, which was super super helpful within within our practice, was um, n- um, new hires. Mm-hmm. So if they came to us as an RBT with 10 years of experience, if they came to us like fresh out of high school and didn't even know what autism or ABA was, like no matter what level they came to us, this was just part of our intake. This was just part of our training, our intake, our orientation is that the BCB, one of our BCBAs on staff um, or BCABAs would go through um, the competency over a couple of days and they and they would check them to see. Now, if it was a brand new, let me step back. If it was a brand new hire who didn't have any experience, we would just go ahead and put them through the RBT training first. But at the end of the RBT training, when they got their 40-hour certificate, um, part of us doing the, um, the active portion with them, what was that called? The... Anyways, the, yeah, like the practicum kind of piece, like mm-hmm. where you're working on competency it together. Competency. Hello, competency. Competent. It's right no, here on right my there. face. Competency. <laughs> um, this is what happens when you start thinking too, too, too detailed. But no, so, so part of the RBT training is yep. not just go do the 40-hour course right. and come back and I'll sign you off. It's also competence. And we took real, we took a lot of time and effort in, in those competency. And this was also another amazing thing. This was why our staff loved. Now, at first, they didn't love these because they looked at it and they're like, wow, this is way too much. I don't know what I'm doing. But as soon as we trained them on yes. it, everyone fell in love with it. So so a new hire, they do their the 40-hour coursework and then they start doing their competencies. And this is like a great way to track all of those competencies Correct. and where they are. First, you know, stepping into our company where they're starting out. But the point I was trying to make earlier is, even those people who come to us as an RBT with 10 years of experience, this is also part of their intake and their yes. orientation. They don't have to do the 40-hour coursework, of course, because they're already RBTs. But we, we go through a BCBA or BCABA goes through the assessment competence, competency assessment with them yes. to see where they are. It gave us the information we needed to help know. And I, this is something you have to – it varies upon your state laws and regulations of employment. But um, – you know, knowing how, what, what rate to start someone out at, um, you know, just because they're an RBT with 10 years experience, but if they come in and they're not able to do a lot on the RBT competency list and they have a minimal skills, then you may start them out at a lower uh, rate than you would yes. per- perhaps, right? I, I don't know. There's that, there's kind of some trickiness and mm-hmm. timing issues with that. Sure. But it also, if nothing else, um, it helped us to see where our techs were, yep. right? Because there's various, and I think we can all agree that there are various levels of like RBT training certification courses, right? And so, um, so just um, that helped us to see where our new staff were, and then that was like their starting place, right? Mm-hmm. To get their like baseline. Yeah, and so what we can do with this, if you go over to the, the far right side of this thing, so let me see if I can zoom in here, so uh, if it will let me, but I don't think it will just because of the way it's set up. Uh, actually, it's scrolling. No. 
Um, so what you'll see over here is the BACB competency checks. So basically we want one skill mastered from each section, each code of this. Um, and so once each section or each uh, code has a, um, an item mastered, then it tells you, okay, it's time for them to take their exam. So they have measured their competency. The other thing that we do with this is in uh, this internal setting. So, you know, after six months, we expect that a brand new tech or any tech has these skills. <laughs> so we want to see green lights, right? And so um, this section has one, two, three, four, five skills. So you could go up to five and say, after six months, I need all five of these done, or you could go as low as one, right? And then what we would use these is just, it's a really quick way to see, okay, is this tech progressing as we think they should, right? And so if we see a lot of white here and there, there isn't much green, not many sections are completed after a six month eval, then we may be putting like a plan in place uh, with this employee to say, okay, like what's going on here? Why is it that you're not getting these skills? Do you have these skills, but you haven't talked to your BCBA about yeah. getting them mastered? What's going on? And then we put that action plan in place. And then, you know, after that certain time period, if they still don't have the skills, this may result in termination. And so this, again, hopefully that doesn't happen very often but you're going to end up terminating people. That's just the way it is. And so like, this is a really good way to, right? So again, this can help with any like lawsuits against uh, like improper firing, discrimination. You can say, look, this person just did not have the skills that we require uh, when, when working here, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's also very easy for your employees to say, oh, these are the deficits that I have. These are the skills that I need to work on. And, and then if you come over here, um, not all of these skills have um, treatment integrities, but a lot of them do. And we are updating this and we can get into the update information at some point if, <laughs> if we get to it. Uh, but when you click on this, what this does is it gives your BCBAs a standard tool to use so that everyone's training across the board the same. So again, it removes the subjectivity from this. And you know, there may be some skills that need to be have multiple trainings on this. And so you can totally do that. Uh, but this at least, at least gives you a starting point so that you can standardize your trainings across the board. And then what we would, what, what I recommend is that your tech then clicks on it and they review it and they're like, oh, I can totally do this. And then they go to their supervisor and say, hey, I know exactly how to do this. Can you, can you, um, can you check my competency so that I can get the skill uh, checked off? Well, and then a piece about that, um, like more the, the clinical side mm -hmm. of it, is um, this is set up by using um, behavior skills training, um, so BST format. So, so in, in, I mean, of course, with e within each organization, you can decide how you would check off a competency. Sure. Like if, if it, RBT comes, it says, hey, um, I have this new client. I I learned this new skill with this different client. You know, can can at my next supervision, can we visit this to see if I can check this off of my competency assessment spreadsheet? Um, but if it, you know, in that case, they would have already been taught using the BST method, and so they you know and gone right. through and then like doing a competency check makes sense. But like if someone came to me, it would, you know, supervisor said, I would like to. Um, I'm pretty sure I know how to do this. Can you check me off? Um, in our agency, most of the time we would like, we would say, okay, let's see where you're at, like to get a baseline. But then we would still go through the BST um, process, right. which is like, you know, you're still teaching it, modeling it and all of that and testing out um, so that it's kind of like an errorless type procedure. Sure. But, um, but all of these within all of the so, items on the yeah. task list, the that program spreadsheet that mm -hmm. Stephen pulled up a second ago, all of those are kind of like broken down into like um, step by step, kind of like a task analysis, if that's the case, or, um, you know, every little tiny piece that's needed mm -hmm. to teach that skill or that that or to like show competency of that skill. Mm -hmm. And then there's also those forms also um, act as a data sheet as well. Mm -hmm. So when you're um, 
you know, going through that skill with them. You also have your raw data that's on that, that's linked into the spreadsheet. So you can also look for, you know, patterns and, you know, error and like prompting and, you know, all of these things that can help you to, um, you know, to, to teach your staff. Yeah. And, and then what you can do, like uh, I mentioned earlier, but like create custom ones for your company too, right? So there may be certain things that you're doing like social skills or maybe you're doing, um, you're, you're implementing a different type of system or you're, you're doing school facilitation. I, I don't know what yeah, you're yeah, doing. Yeah, like any kind right? of policy but, or procedure yes. that you want to check. Like if, they, if you have a special like call out procedure yep. or something, yep. um, you would want to have all of those things in here because yep. then that also helps to give feedback and very you Correct. Know, specific direct way and so you know a question i get often is okay well how often do you do this stuff right like how often are you giving raises how often are are you checking what happens if um a, one of my employees loses a skill so so basically my recommendation on this is that you do a new sheet every six months so that you can compare the old sheet to the new sheet uh to get an idea of where they're at now I am, again, I'm not an attorney, but uh, typically you don't um, give pay cuts to people uh, based on about, uh, um, performance. Uh, if you were to implement something like that, I highly recommend talking to an attorney to make sure that you can implement that. Uh, but typically if they lose skills or they don't gain any skills, they just don't get a raise, right? And and there's nothing wrong right. with that. Right, well, and that helps like to form an action plan. Correct. Or even like Correct. to use this, um, I know some, depending on how your organization is um, laid out, like sometimes you may have various levels of RBTs. Yes. Um, so you might have like some who are working towards their BCBA and maybe they're kind of like a lead RBT. Um, so this is also great for to like help um, define those positions, like Correct. what skill sets. Okay, so you know, X level of RBT needs these skill sets. And so like someone comes to you and they're like, I really, um, I'm ready, you know, I really want to grow within the company. I, I would, I am, you know, I'm deciding to work towards my BCBA and blah, 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 blah. And then you could be like, great, well, let's go over what's needed. You know, what we look for. Not that that's the only factor because mm-hmm. there has to be availability within sure. the company and sure. stuff too, but like, okay, so these are, these are the skills. This is the minimum that would be needed to, to get to that next tier. And so that really helped to give like, to provide like that motivation and growth, like to have value within the company and know that you have like somewhere to go, go, even if you were just at the same level of RBT, but that you do have somewhere to go Mm -hmm. within the pay scale of that. And even if you have special projects, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe um, special projects within um, your organization that aren't necessarily like direct service billable hours, but they're still very important to your organization. You, this may also help you to carve out, um, a group of people who may be, um, you know, appropriate for for that, you yeah. know. It, so and, it's, and yeah, it's so very. It's just a lot of data that correct. helps to like form your decision, guide your decision. Absolutely. Like you could even use the mastered items or the master percentage, right? To say, okay, uh, if you get to eighty percent of the mastered items, you're now this level RBT. If you get to eighty-five or ninety percent, you're that this level of RBT. And when you get to a hundred, you know, we'll add some more stuff to it. Uh, but you know that that kind of you, you could do it that way as well. So there's a lot of flexibility in this. But basically, the idea is to take all the skills that you know they would do during their day-to-day activities and then rank them and then and then use that to determine their wages and right. again like this takes out all the subjectivity right like they can look at this once they understand it and just say i know what i'll be making if i learn these skills and i know what i'll be making if i don't and then they have the TAs so that they can understand the skill and how it works. Um, and and it just, it, it, um, it, it again, it takes all the subjectivity out. It, it lays, it's just like completely transparent, right? right? If you if you wanna raise, this is how you do it, right? Well, and even then, like those essential pieces, mm-hmm. right? The core, the ones that like, these are the basic steps to working at this company, right. like, um, that you put on here that are, um, what was the word? The, the, so those will be those, in the new version. Those will be in the new no ones. Version, okay. Yes. Yeah. So that brings us yes. to like, yes. um, 
Yeah, the new stuff. Yes. So we are doing a major update on this. We've been working on it for, I don't know, it feels like forever. Um, So we are in the final stages of doing a major update on this, which, uh, you know, for a lot of people, Excel is no fun. Um, So the new update, we will be able to add skills, any skills that you want, any codes you want, any task list items that you want. So as things change, you'll be able to add them. You can make custom skills uh, for your company. um, Just a push button that will you'll add the skills you'll add them to the codes you can change the rankings so you can you know we have one through six if you don't like one through six and you want to do one through 25 or whatever right you can you can do that as well Uh, so all of that will be editable and then when you add the skill to the code it will then create the ta template for you so then you can modify the template and you'll also be able to score in the template itself and then it will uh, bounce back over here and tell if it's been mastered so it simplifies everything it makes it way more easy to customize and so that will be coming here shortly so anyone that has purchased the rbt checklist will get this as a free update uh, and we're really hopeful that it will be uh, a really helpful uh update uh and just to let you know unfortunately this is a sales pitch i I hate doing this kind of stuff but uh, we will be increasing the price of this rbt checklist when we do this update it's a massive update it's been taking a lot of time it's completely custom um uh, macros and and so there's just a lot of work involved in this uh we've spent I, i don't know how many hours working on this and implementing this so when we do release the update we will be increasing the price uh, probably to around 250 or $300. So if you're interested in this, you like what you see so far and you want the update as well, now's the time to purchase this uh, and then you will get that free update. But I, I will tell you, like, like the RBTs loved it, right? They just, again, it's so transparent. There's all the subjectivity is gone. And with our new system, you'll be able to create a new one just for BCBAs. You could do it for admin staff. You could do it for any level uh, within your company, right? So it really, it, it's going to be very versatile <laughs> and, and easy to use. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's really, yeah. that's really it. Um, as if uh, anyone has any questions, um, oh, there is a question here. Mm-hmm. Uh, when purchased, does this convert to Google Docs well with formatting and formulas? So that that's a great question. I, I've I've seen like I've I've talked to some people on this, and it's not great on the formula side because Google, I guess, doesn't have all the same formulas that Excel does. I will tell you that. We know that this is an issue, so we are going to, when we do the update, there will be the macro version of like, where you'll need a desktop version of of, of Excel, right? It will not work in any other type of Excel. So we will also include this older version as well because some people are using this on an iPad and they don't have access to macros. And so you will get both versions of it. Um, and, and yeah, so typically I do recommend using this in Excel. Right now, it's, it's mostly just formulas. So it should convert somewhat okay. But I, I, like I said, um, unless you know how to um, um, create or edit the formulas in Google, uh, I'm not sure it would be super, if it would carry over very well or not. We are planning on creating a Google version. It's on the list, uh, but that, that's, yeah, that's down the road. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is one of our most popular products, to be honest. I was surprised when I sent this out yeah, about a year and a half, two years ago, uh, how popular this was and how effective people found this. And so. I don't know that we even mentioned that like we're not, it's not, affi- not affiliated with the mm-hmm. board, but there are um, on here all the task list Correct. items. Correct. Um, and it's been updated to the most recent task list. Well, when we do send out this when update. the update yes. will be. Yes. The update will have all the most recent task Correct. lists. Now, there are other items on here. Um, Correct. And we, like, if, like, maybe you needed to do three out of five of, like, a different, like, um, data collection, and we tried 
um, especially on the updated one, to like include things for all five so that you could pick whatever three and so Correct. that you have that room for growth. But Correct. then the and new then, one will be yes. editable to be able to add your Correct. own things and then, as then well. The, the, big, the other big piece of the new one will be, you know, there may be just some required skills that are just like you need this skill to have a job, right? Like getting to work on time. That's not a skill that you would give a, <laughs> a wage increase on, but, right. but it's absolutely an essential skill, right? And so this would be on the list and it would be a required skill that they would need to have, uh, but they would not, it would not be ranked. It would be, yes, I have it or no, I don't. Um, and so th there will be that option as well. Right, and I think that's important too, because I mean, you may be an amazing tech yeah but if you don't show up to work yeah or you don't fill out your session or you, notes or you, yeah or, it, it, yeah, yeah it, you know or or when you're not filling out your session it's you know correctly and then that leads to issues with recruitment audits and yes. what you know yes. all the things yeah. right all the things that um as business owners like huh? yes. but um so the you know and i don't know depending on the state right i know our state is like you don't have to have a reason for termination Correct. um but you know some states like that could say like well these are the core these are the core things that you have to do to, for this job and yes. these even though yes you've got glowing reviews here you didn't get these Correct. you know these yes. or this so one again, even this one item yep. on you know yes um the, the other thing I was just thinking about was, um, yeah, I don't know. I, lo I lost it. <laughs> I, I totally lost it. I was going somewhere with that. Um, oh, yes. The um, the supervisors. Like, so this was another like thing that our team found really helpful is if there were multiple supervisors for a tech, right? Because unless you're like super, super small or have it like organized in a way where a BCBA just has right. their techs. techs yeah. um, but that way, um, the, all the supervisors could share this and Correct. they could see like in real time yes. where the, the tech was, like if they, um, it helped to organize it and, and for the communication so that they didn't have to, took that step out where they didn't have to yeah. communicate with each other. They would just go look at the spreadsheet. Exactly. Like it just, it takes so much time away from doing this stuff, which is really important. But like, if you go mm -hmm. back to the old way, they, the, the, the supervisors would get together for a couple of hours to go over all of the stuff and what do they do and how do well, we define it, this? And then, you know, then it would like get like so over focused on like, yes. oh, that one day that that one person did that really dumb thing, yes. you know? And it's yeah. just, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so like, and then, like you said, then they take it to you and then you're like, well, okay, I got these things, but what does it mean? And then you have to have follow-up, mm -hmm. right? And you're spending countless hours trying to determine exactly what is on the screen right now. So you right? just don't get raises. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not good for anyone, right? Yeah. Like, uh, so like there were, there were a few things that, you know, over the years that I feel like we did right, right? Like we did a lot of things right, but we made a lot of mistakes too. But like this was one of them along with salary attacks, right? Like, mm -hmm. and, and that like dramatically decreased our turnover, dramatically decreased our turnover. When, when raises are transparent, when promotions are transparent, uh, when the, you remove the subjectivity and you base it on skills, it just simplifies it for everyone. And, and you know, again, the, the feedback I've gotten on this from other people mm -hmm. that have purchased it, mm -hmm. it was just, it was, it's really helpful. Uh, well, that, that, that totally reminded me of what I was going to say. Okay, great. You know, I know a big topic right now during this whole, like, I don't know. I feel like the pandemic times have shifted everything. Mm -hmm. I don't know, like in the whole great resignation and the high turnover rate and all of that. You know, this is another way to um, to track, you know, to put that into as, as a piece of like, um, you know, calling, you know, calling out last right. minute versus like you know scheduling ahead of time whatever your procedures are for attendance of staff mm -hmm. like to really be able to track like their cancellation rate and their you know we have we have a whole thing for cancellation rate but like to put that within the spreadsheet because that's that's i mean like we said earlier if you are an amazing tech but you're canceling you yeah. know 40 percent of your sessions yeah, and, and doing most of that at last minute right. then you know um but it and it you know and just like our when we're looking at our staff and I think that was just one way it just it gave this big picture it gave the data as a director as I as we grew and I became more like um, separated from like all the ins and outs and like because right. there for a while when I was small and I was starting out I knew you all knew my snaps right. and I yeah. knew the kids and I would see people and you know 
But as we grew, I needed to know that I was getting a clear snapshot of what was going on. And then it was kind of similar to me, um, you know, as same thing as like looking at a um, client's um, data, like when we did like monthly binder audits, like mm-hmm. um, back in the day of binder. So like you could take a quick look at at their progress and, or their lack of progress and see what's going on and it just helps you to get curious and start asking all the questions same thing with here it just really helps give you all the information yeah. that's needed so that you can then step back and get curious and start asking the questions yeah. um to know like where to go next so i think oh we do have another question here and then um what's the workflow of this system is there a separate assessment that bcbas are doing with techs and then inputting the information. So yeah, so if you go back to it, let me show you. And and it depend it does depend on the skill too, right? Yeah. Um, but let me go back to it. So if, if hopefully you're able to see this, but so any of the ones that are underlined have a TA with it, and so this is how they would assess, right? And so you like especially if you've got four or five BCBAs, you really want to get your team together, right, and come up with how are you going to. Uh, track these skills and how are you going to assess these skills so like uh, I'm just gonna go to a random one I, I, I don't know what any of these words mean because I don't know what I'm doing um, so tact- like uh, a coic training a coic training okay so, so you click, on, click on, on that and then let me zoom into this because I can't see that so then what you have up here is you have the program then you have the procedure and the descriptions and then it goes over okay this is what the staff needs to do. Uh, this is what each trial, how the child would respond. So this right? is basically like the B, like using BST. This is like all the thing, all the things, all the steps, all the pieces that you're expecting. You're and then the BCBA is taking data on it, yep. and then um, then you get your score, and then you plug it into yep. the the spreadsheet. And then you would come, you would, question, you would come back, and then you would just update this. You would put the score in whatever they scored. Um, and then then they would have the skill or not. Uh, now we do have uh, quite a few in here, uh, but we don't have one for each one, right? Like fire and evacuation, we don't have one for that. Like you're gonna need to put in your own for that fire and evacuation. So, so it, and again, if you're doing like frequency data, I think is something that you can do multiple ways, right? Um, so you may need to, like we have one template in there, but you may have multiple ways, right? I mean, right? it's gonna be learner dependent. I mean, like even tech training isn't gonna look the same. Like we're not trying to like, mass produce any kind of cookie cutter programming here right um it's just a starting point right. um and and um it gives you a starting point and this like even as is right now would be enough to the board use for the competencies Correct. for to for someone to become an rbt and Correct. then you can move from there because right. yeah absolutely you're not gonna these you're not gonna stick with cookie cutter right, right. like it's you're gonna right. want to personalize this and then things like you know adding a- entering timesheets in central reach or wherever Right. right. This may not be the place to put this stuff. Right. You may have a work instruction or some video that they watch that teaches them how to do it. And then they're either doing it or they're not. Right. And the, the scoring may not go in here. They just they have the skill or they don't. Right. So right. It, there may be a different place for some of this training. And those are all the things that like your leadership team, you know, like looks at the job description of what your tech should do. And, you know, and, and um, if that's something that like monthly you know, a tech should be doing, you know, um, dropping off data sheets to the office once a month, right? Um, you would have to also right. define who's who's going to check that, right. who's going to, you know, or think that kind of has a permanent product, but something that doesn't have a permanent product, something that's going to, like, take, like, some intermittent, like, some, like, pop in, you know, observations here and there, um, you know, tracking that stuff. Too. It's, just, it's just a really good starting point to get you going, and it's, like, it's kind of like, I'm kind of geeking out, but it's like the, 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 the option, like it's, it's endless, yeah. right? Like you can do so, you can do whatever, you, you can take it whatever direction right. that you want to take, depending and, on what kind of time you right. have, what right. you're wanting out of your staff. But at very basic, because I don't want anyone to also, our dog is like, time is up. Yes. But um, <laughs> I don't want anyone to feel overwhelmed too, because I felt extremely overwhelmed as we were starting this. It is a lot, but just to get back down to the basics, it simple as is can be exactly what you need to start out for RBT right. competencies. Right. And then like I, like we had talked about already, and this is where we'll end it, and I appreciate your time yeah. listening and watching, uh, but the update will allow
allow you to add those custom yeah. skills, right? Yeah. And and really customize that for your company, which I'm really excited about. Uh, but that's it. Hopefully yeah. this was helpful. Hopefully you maybe learned a little bit about how you can implement skill acquisition into wages and standardize your wage and, and, and raise increases. Um, if you are watching this after the fact, please post any comments or questions that you may have. Um, and like I said, you can get this RBT competency or the, the behavior tech checklist is what we're calling it on my website, www.3pisquared.com and go to the quality management store, scroll down to the bottom and you will see the RB, the behavior tech checklist. Um, and again, we will be updating this shortly. It's going to be a, an increase in cost. So if you like this, and you want the update uh, for free, now would be the time to get it. Go ahead and get on Grab it now, yeah. Uh, well, so again, thank you all thank for watching, you. anyone listening, and feel free to leave any questions, comments, um, and have a wonderful day. hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to learn more about 3Pi Squared and the products and services that we provide, please go to www.3pisquared.com. And if you enjoy our podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe or add it to your favorites. This way you won't miss any episodes. And you can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn by searching 3Pi Squared. Thank you so much for listening.